Good evening, everyone, and this is the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 281. I am Ted, your host, and here we are in the V-Twin Cafe once again for a wonderful interview. This interview tonight is with Guillermo Cornejo, and he is the CEO of Riders Share. And the thing is, is if you're traveling without your bike, or maybe your bike is in for repair, and maybe you need a ride, uh, maybe you just want to try something different. Or maybe you don't own a motorcycle, and yet you are doing some research, so you want to check out some different bikes and see what goes on. Well, Rider Share gives you the opportunity to rent a motorcycle from another motorcycle owner, affordably, anywhere in the country, anytime. So stick around and enjoy this interview. Hey, the Motorcycle Men Podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. They're offering high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. And to learn more, you go over to scorpionusa.com. Make sure you mention that the Motorcycle Men sent you, all right? And Shinko Tires. Now, Shinko has a tire to suit your needs and your riding style without breaking your bank account. So go over to Shinko Tire USA. Make sure you tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you and get a tire for whatever kind of bike you ride. Wild-ass seats can help you improve your comfort and ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from Wild-ass Seats. So if you're tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue, you go over to wild-ass.com and you get your cushion. And make sure you tell the real Craig Johnson over there that the motorcycle men sent you. He'll hook you up and he'll set you good. All right. And the tobacco motorway. Now, listen. For the best in casual riding gear for men and women, there's only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear. They have the greatest clothes. I wear my Tobacco Motorwear jeans and my California riding shirt whenever I can, but I wear my jeans every time I ride. I rode them today. That's right. I wore my California riding shirt, and I also my jeans. I rode those today. Wonderful stuff. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com, and our listeners will get a 10% off their order when you use that coupon code MOTOMEN. Your safety is worth it, kids. Make sure you get those jeans. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 281. And joining me all the way from Austin, Texas. I'm, I'm going to screw your name up real bad. You know that, Donna. Okay. Guillermo <laughs> Cornejo. How was that? Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. And you are uh, uh, you are the the CEO and creator of Riders Share. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self and exactly what you do? You know, I got my first taste of a motorcycle when my dad gave me a ride as a teenager on his BMW. And um, but then he would never let me ride it or wanted me to touch it. Once I moved to the states, when I had you know freedom. I was able to buy my own motorcycle, and uh, I started with a Kawasaki Ninja 250 a sport bike. Right. And, and then I, I crashed it and had all these hospital bills. Oh. And uh, yeah, that's when I discovered that you know maybe renting motorcycles is, is for me, not really owning them, you know. And <laughs> and it got me it got me on this trip of of starting ridership to make motorcycle rentals more affordable. Uh, Prior to starting this company, I was working in the auto industry doing data analytics and okay. uh, specifically risk management. And, and yeah, and 
and you know motorcycle yeah, motorcycle r- has risk, risks. yeah risk <laughs> management and motorcycles really don't go together right <laughs> on the contrary they really go together so if you if you're really good at managing your risks then you can survive motorcycles right <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny uh so tell us a little bit about rider share yeah so i the first time i started was in 2014 we were the first but um and i it, it, i failed a couple of times before i was able to succeed uh because i didn't have experience and you know i'm very young but i learned a lot in those failures and uh, and then we relaunched in 2018, and now we are the you know we have the largest inventory available for rent of motorcycles. Wow! Yeah, it's like Airbnb. People come to our website, they list their bikes, we provide insurance, or people rent those bikes, and uh, you know everything anything goes wrong, we try to minimize it, right? To make the experience as good as possible. Uh, so we have over 2,000 motorcycles. It's like over 15,000 people have shared their bikes with us. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, So it's keeping you busy. <laughs> yeah, we, I spend a lot of time with, uh, with customer service because um, you don't have enough people to, to mind the phones. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Now, what made you think to create Riders Share? Although there are other companies that already exist out there that do similar things. Yeah. At the time, the for you to rent a Harley Davidson, it would cost $200 a day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excessive, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like the monthly payment on a Harley. Absolutely. You're right. And so it seemed absurd to me. And, um, and I was working in the car industry, and we were talking to this company called Turo. That they do car sharing, okay. And and so I learned their business model, and I thought, you know, if we apply this to motorcycles, we can probably cut the cost of renting a motorcycle in half. And uh, and if we use risk management techniques, uh, we can, you know, mitigate the number of accidents and insurance costs to, to make to make it super affordable and safer for the riders, for the people renting other motorcycle, right? Because you don't want people to crash their bike. Right. Yeah. And so it, it, it took a long time. I mean, we've gone so far as, as to start our own insurance company to be able to cut the cost. Oh, wow. Cool. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> sure. But yeah, we, we're big enough now that we're using uh, data science tools like machine, uh, machine learning and stuff to break the probability that somebody will crash a motorcycle. And, uh, and therefore, we, we, we managed to mitigate the risk really well. And for most people, not for everybody, but for like 70% of people, we're able to offer the lowest prices. But then for the other for the other ones, we unfortunately we have to charge really high prices because they're higher risk of crashing. Ah, all right. So now what sets Riders Share apart from the other companies that do a similar thing? It's a few things. Um, we have the largest variety. We have the lowest prices, and uh, we have the option to deliver a motorcycle to you. Uh, not all motorcycles, but some do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and honestly, yes, we have the best website. Just check it out. It, it, it loads fast. It, it just works. I'm actually on your website right now, and yeah. I have been bouncing around on it. And I notice you have something on here that I haven't seen on other uh, 
websites like this is where there's National Motorcycle Adventure links that you have on your website. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, we have a blog, I guess, where we write about things to do, routes and events to go ride. Um, so we have about 160 articles uh, total where we, with different, with information, right? Right. And it's, and uh, we noticed that they're they're really popular um, with our you know with motorcycle riders, even if they're not renting a motorcycle. So so we're doing two things. First, we're gonna update them um, with better information and and hopefully video. And then we're going to start organizing experiences like tours and and list those rallies and uh, so people. So our own hosts can organize three, you know, tours to those rallies and and basically connect the community, right? Sure. Yeah. I feel like right now people are spread all over Facebook and uh, Meetup and all these different websites, and nothing is motorcycle specific. Right. Uh, we have the users, so we might as well do. We might as well do it. Right. You know, operate for free. Sure. As an example of what I'm talking about, if on the on, on your website, RiderShare website, if you click on one of the National Motorcycle Adventures that you have to, for example, uh, let's go well, one of my favorite places, Key West, Florida, you click that, and it will not only bring you to some great rides that are in that area, but it'll also show you the motorcycles that are available for rent in that area. Oh, you're talking about the the links with each city. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a wonderful feature because it, this gives the rider an opportunity to say, okay, I'm going here, and this is a great bike for me to use for this area. So, well, no, is, rider share is, is nationwide. What about Canada and Mexico? Is that is something on the future? Probably next year. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. For, for, you can rent a motorcycle in the U.S. and drive into Mexico and Canada, but uh, you cannot start a trip there yet. So for Canada, we, we've actually been in Canada in the past with our prior insurance partner. Right. Uh, we, it's just a matter of uh, scale for us to, to justify purchasing the, the policy in another country. Sure. Um, but uh, I think by 2022, we should have that scale to where it makes sense for us to go into Canada. Oh, okay. I understand. Now, so let's talk about that insurance thing. Now, the insurance, it, it, well, of course, the rider has... <laughs> Riders generally have their own motorcycle insurance, but you guys are providing insurance as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so when people rent their motorcycles on, on, on RiderShare, um, their personal insurance policy doesn't apply because it's, it's a personal policy and it doesn't cover commercial use. Right, okay. So we have to step in. Um, and there's different types of insurance, right? There's damage to the bike right. or, or theft. And there's damage to a third party, and then there's uh, insurance against losses, right? Sure. So da damage to the bike, we we set up uh, our own, uh, we self-insure that, and we price that, and we use analytics, and we and that's the biggest cost item, and then we have it like we're doing that in house, and we have it like we we have seven risks here, we have it done so well. But it allows us to offer really, really low prices, right? Right. And then the other two, you know, general liability and, and third-party liability, that's the least expensive one. We outsource that because 
one of those claims can be millions of dollars, right? So we don't want to do that in-house. <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah, wow. How about that? Yeah. So we, we never had a, a big claim like that, but um, but you still pay for every single rental. You have to pay this insurance company to cover your, you know, right. <laughs> cover your back in, in case it happens. Now, we, as far as it goes for the rider, in the event a rider has rented a bike and they have an accident with that rented motorcycle, what is their responsibility? Uh, it depends. They can bring their own insurance if they have it sure. from their own motorcycle. If it doesn't cover rentals, they can, just, they can purchase a damage waiver on our website. Um, and we give them three options. Um, the lowest deductible they face is $500. Okay. And then, uh, and it, go up from, it goes up from there. Okay. So is this renting rider, are they responsible for the repairs of the motorcycle? Um, the driver? No, yeah. yeah, the rider who rents the motorcycle. Are, are they in any way responsible for the repair uh, or replacement well, of the motorcycle? Or is that totally uncovered by insurance? Yeah, it's, that's correct insurance. So, like, they will pay for the deductible, okay. and that's it, right? They're not going to repair the motorcycle. <laughs> no, I, I, just, no, you never know. Hey, <laughs> just, you got these things, questions we got to throw out there because people want to know. Um, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, tell us, what would you say is the most popular bike that's being rented out there? So it depends on the city. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, the Ducati Monster is, is the one that gets the most really? rentals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have a lot of young people, you know, and they and they don't know that, oh, a Ducati, I can actually afford that. I didn't know. And a lot of people don't know Ducati Monsters are actually affordable. They are not like other Ducati. Right. But uh, but but uh, that's just individual model though. In terms of brands, um, Harley Davidson is is definitely number one. Okay. And um, Harley Davidson touring motorcycles specifically are very in demand, and we can't get enough. Um, same with Indian. Uh, Indian or Harley, they're, they're really popular. Oh, okay. Now, as far as it goes for if somebody is an owner, let's take a Harley Davidson owner for example, and they have that touring motorcycle, how much? Could a Harley Davidson owner expect to get on a rental if they're renting their motorcycle out? So the, um, those bikes are going for roughly 150 a day, um, maybe 120. You know, they to be competitive with the rest, and people tend to book them for three to four days. So we're talking about they, you know, they're making like 400. Well, we keep after our fee, they're making like 400 dollars. Wow, per, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Wow, that's amazing. My God. So <laughs> I guess then that brings in a lot of people who want to rent. So how many bikes exactly do you have available right now on your network? Right now, at the moment, we have 2,000. 2,000. Wow. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people lease their bikes when they're selling them. Yeah. And then once they sell them, they take them off. So they only leave them for like 30 days or so. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, we do have a, a, a growing group of people that started with one bike. And now have dozens. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, do you, as far as it goes for your rentals, do you know what the longest rental you've ever had? It, it, about two months. Yeah. Two what months? Yeah. It makes no sense. That's too expensive. I know. Um, this person spent thousands of dollars. But um, it was still less expensive than any alternative 
we are planning to 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 work on that. Like create some pricing tier where hey, if you rent the bike for a whole month, you only have to pay a flat fee of right. you know, much lower. So uh, so hopefully we'll get longer term rentals in the future. Well, where did this rider go that he was gone for two months? I, I don't think he was gone. I think he was a visitor from another country in LA. Okay. And uh, so he was just using a bike as transportation, you know? Like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he was just, just just out there touring. He was actually just using it. Wow, that's oh, yeah. interesting. Wow. Our rent cycles are avid riders. I mean, it's, you know, like when you're traveling, like most people rent a car, right? Yeah. You, if you want to choose a motorcycle, you're a real, real biker. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're really well, of like course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you had the opportunity, you would. Uh, so what has been the response from uh, from owners so far on the program? Um, so I think in general, they're pretty happy. Yeah. Um, we, when we, a lot of our owners also lease their cars on Turo, their RVs on RV Share, right? Yeah. And so we try to, we, we compare ourselves to those bigger companies. And, um, and I think we're doing pretty good. Like we, um, we charge a slightly lower fees to our owners. We have, we try to have someone on a human being on the phone for customer service. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. From, from, from 10 to, from, from seven, from 10 to seven, like not 24 seven, but like most of the day. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And uh, we we try to pay the claims if they happen as soon as possible, and so I think I think uh, in general the the feedback is great. Two years ago it wasn't like that. Two years ago, like the website was buggy. It was it had all these problems. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now we have the fastest websites in the in the current economy. Like our website is faster than Airbnb, and uh, we have all these features to make things as smooth as possible. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. What, what kind of bike do you ride, or do you not own a bike? At the moment, I I ride a, a Kawasaki Vulcan S. Okay, it's great for short people. Right, that's uh, a nice bike. But I used to own, I, I own a couple of Harleys, yeah. and um, and a Yamaha and a Ducati. I just, I honestly I switch bikes every year, man. I just want to see. <laughs> <laughs> so you know? so do you, do you rent bikes from people in your company that come to your company? Yeah, if, if I travel, I usually rent a bike, and then my bike is listed on the website for rent, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And have you have you rented it out? Oh yeah, I made a, a few thousand dollars. <laughs> oh <No>, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, does that money go back into the company, or do you hang on to that money? <laughs> you know, for years I didn't pay myself a salary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can so understand. I, I had to like, yeah. Yeah. I only started paying myself a salary like in, in in last year when we after we raised some money from investors. Oh, okay. But um, oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah, it was it so, was tough, man. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I mean, you I mean you started from the ground up, and it just took you some while to get get your your, your feet settled. Um, like that must have been a relief to you have that finally going, huh? Yeah, I mean. It, it was really difficult because most in, in venture capital they don't believe in the motorcycle industry. They think it's dying and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, and so it, it, that's what they, you know. They look at the news and that's all they see. They don't see that motorcycle registrations are actually still increasing, right? Yeah. And so, so it was really tough. I had to get uh, to to get the company going. Uh, I had to hand out business cards myself at biker bars everywhere in LA, right? Oh wow. And, uh, yeah, and I, I borrowed, at some point I had $300,000 in debt. 
backed by my personal credit, right? Wow. And Damn. But the, but the company was growing so fast that it made sense. Like it's like this is gonna work. And, sure. And sure enough, yeah. Finally, one one venture capitalist in Texas uh, was obviously Texas, right? Because right. they, they see the motorcycles everywhere in like California. And, wow. and and they and they beat the bullet and they they gave us a couple million dollars and uh, and yeah things are going much better now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I'm glad you're growing. I'm I'm glad it's doing really well. Are you guys going to be attending any or, and motorcycle rallies like Sturgis, Laconia, Daytona, things like that to get the word out there? I'm going to attend like myself. Yes. Well, uh, either you or somebody from the company. Yeah, it's just sponsoring the events is so expensive, dude. Like fifty grand at least, you know. Really? Yeah. So what we did is we 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 have we we had a deal with the city of Sturgis where we we paid to get a, a link on their website. Right. But the actual physical presence is really expensive. So I'm just gonna go there and hand out business cards. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, the whole you know setting up the event, all that stuff. It's it's really expensive. And really. We're a website. We're a website, so people, you know. It's 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 not the same as advertising a brand or a motorcycle. Like we, yeah. So so I tried most of our advertising is online and and uh, but yeah. But though I do find that talking to people and business cards uh, work a lot better than than an ad, right? Oh, okay. Like, Have yeah. you gone to any of the trade shows like uh, the International Motorcycle Show or uh, you know the the AIM Expo? Yeah, uh, we were in AIM Expo because uh, we were part of the Gaston competition a couple of years ago. Right. And then I, the IMS shows, I, I, again, I don't sponsor them. I know them in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I talk to people and handle business cards. Uh, oh, I know awesome. my competitors sponsor them, and but it's just so much money, you know. Um, yeah, I had no idea that, that it would cost so much. To attend one to for a business to get a booth at one of these rallies, I had no idea. And and to me, it's like I can spend. You know, you always have to compare. If I spend ten thousand dollars online, that's like twenty thousand visitors to my website um, that I can target, and I know are in the market for renting a motorcycle. Right. So, whereas these these people, they might be motorcycle riders, but they they're not specifically in the market to rent a motorcycle. So like. Once we get bigger, where every every single person that is in the market to rent a motorcycle knows who exists and or, or gets an ad from us, yeah. then yeah, we'll start looking at those options to build brand awareness. But like, you got to start with a low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, sure. You gotta, yeah, you got to start small. But that's great, though. I'm, I'm glad to see that you're you're looking forward to that. So, how can people learn more about Riders Share? Um, our website is www.riders dash share.com and uh i think all the information is on there (laughs) all right great and you got and you also have a facebook page correct yes we have we have a facebook page instagram uh twitter you name it okay uh, good do you have a youtube channel um we do i think there's only one video so not really (laughs) okay we've also been covered by quite a few uh media outlets and so in case you want to get someone else's opinion, not mine, then you can go there. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, any last words of advice for any potential riders looking to try something new? So on, on RiderShare, a lot of we have a lot of professional owners that you know they have turned motorcycles into into a living, 
but we also have a lot of them that are that are not that are just yeah you know I'm selling this bike and uh, and if I can make a couple hundred bucks while I sell it then great. So what I recommend is send them a message before you book the motorcycle. You have to check they're available. You know if they don't have a lot of reviews. You know if they don't have a a lot of trips on their profile. Right. And that way you can you can save a lot of pain because what 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 happens is people are like trying to rent a bike that. It's already sold, and we even though we send emails and text messages, right? People are too lazy to come back to the website and delete it, you know. So, so that's how that's why, and we, yeah, we have to. Unfortunately, we rely on the messaging system a lot to prevent uh, a bad experience. <laughs> All right, so it's best for a potential renter if you're going to rent a bike to message the bike that uh, the person who owns the bike you want to rent. Message them first and make sure the bike is available. Yes, if they have like no reviews and no trips on, right. you know, experience. So, so renting a bike is the better option to buying a bike. Not yet. We're trying to get there. In fact, okay. we're gonna launch a subscription service uh, in a week or two to 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 make renting a motorcycle multiple times a year way more affordable. Sure. And uh, and depending on how that goes, we we're talking. We're discussing. Hey, maybe we could offer a four hundred dollars a month, write all you want, type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, we'll get there slowly because we don't want to make too many mistakes. <laughs> sure, I understand. Well, Gorlander, yeah. I want to thank you very much for being here on the podcast. It's a wonderful service you're offering, and I wish you tons and tons of success in the future. And I hope you surpass all those other companies. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, thank you very much. Motorcycle Man Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. So go over to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate, and your money goes to something that actually makes a difference. And, of course, the Gold Star Ride Foundation is helping families of fallen soldiers. If you would like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, you go on over to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. Thank you for joining me and Guillermo here on the Motorcycle Men Podcast, where we talked about Rider Share. Links to the website that will be in the show notes, and of course, on the Motorcycle Men website. Now, don't forget to head over to the Ride with Ted YouTube channel and get a hold of some of those many videos that we have there, including the Ted Shed and the Ride with Ted videos. And for the rest of the Motorcycle Men team, thanks for listening, and remember, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Ride safe, kids. <laughs>